welcome to episode 473 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are super excited about Neon Dynasty or like <laughs> me, you can't win a match to save your life. Your life could literally yeah. be on the line and you would lose that match yep. of Kamigawa Neon Dynasty Limited. We are here for you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. <laughs> and speaking of Megan's Kamigawa Neon Dynasty Limited woes, I also have some. Yeah. Um, and Woo. maybe you do too. So we're going to talk through the archetypes in Neon Dynasty so you can at least have a target of where you're trying to hit yes. when you enter that draft queue. Dear God, please show me <laughs> anything that looks uh, like an approximation oh. of a target. I mean, this is a complicated form format everybody don't feel bad this seems like a, the hardest format that i can personally remember that's not like a yeah. master's set if you are doing well at this pat yourself on the back right like, now ser- yeah 100 percent. it's a tough world out there and there are more words of rules text on kamigawa neon dynasty cards than ever before in a set in magic the gathering it's a lot okay emotionally to deal with <laughs> Okay. I'm just it is just putting that out there. It is. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, some cool moments that have happened to us whilst playing Neon Dynasty because yeah. because I think it is so complicated and has the the ability to do some really weird stuff can happen and I think it'll be kind of fun to talk yeah. through some of that some of the wilder stuff we've seen happen on the battlefield and it'll help me forget all of the bad moments that I've spent <laughs> just simply losing. <laughs> But before we do all that, <laughs> thank you to everybody who is a patron, a supporter of Good Luck High Five on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Yes, and shout out specifically to Dra- Dravis. Dravis? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis. Shout out specifically to Travis. Fi and Derek for becoming patrons in the past week. It really means so much to us. And Shout out to everyone who has been a patron in the past, but had to stop being a patron because of financial situations changing. Yeah. I know that that has been true for a lot of people recently. And I just wanted to say, like, we get it. And we just want to say, like, thank you for supporting while you can. Yeah. We say at the start of every show, this show is for you. And it is just true. And, like, being a patron when you can helps us keep doing it. And if you need to stop being a patron... Because you can't, like, that's okay. We get it. It happens. Take care of you, buddy. Yeah, and that's why we say that Good Luck High Five is always free, because it is. You can get it for free, audio version, video version, whatever you want, whenever you want. And people who support us are helping the people who who maybe can't right now at this time be patrons. And that's another really cool benefit of being a patron. You're not only helping the show exist, you're helping other people uh, enjoy the show. So thank you so much to current patrons. Past patrons, re-patron patrons. And the evil twins of patrons like Dravis. Whoa. Travis is Travis, evil. Travis, watch twin. out. <laughs> Dravis has a very curly mustache and is watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I made that really weird. <laughs> but you know what won't be really weird? Our movie night. Oh, yeah. Actually, it probably will be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have an extra special patron movie night happening tomorrow. Tomorrow, February, or today, today, sorry. Yeah. February 15th, 8 p.m. Central Time. That's 6 p.m. if you're over on the West Coast, 9 p.m. if you're on the East Coast. Figure it out yourself, the rest of you. 
I guess 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Very good. Now I've covered the United States, the continental United States, Hawaii. Noon? I don't know. Two? I, I think it's like two, three, four. As we've discussed on I'm this show in the past, guessing we about are what time zone not Hawaii great at time in. zones. <laughs> not great. But come hang out with us. It'll be a really good time. We're gonna watch Set It Up, which is a delightful Netflix rom com. Yes. And just have a really great time hanging out. Yeah, we would love for you to join us. Become a patron. If yep. you're a patron tomorrow, you'll get into you'll it. You'll get into it's it. It's happening in our Discord server. On the Discord. Yeah. There's uh, already there's a voice channel for it where we'll be, and then there's already a text chat channel for it great so hit it up very excited for that big thank you as well to our supporter cardkingdom.com you can check them out on the interwebs at cardkingdom.com slash glhf use our affiliate link to buy whatever you want from neon dynasty because the set releases this friday yes and pre-orders are up on card kingdom right now yes so whatever you want from neon dynasty check it out And if you pre-order, you will get it so fast. Yes. Super fast shipping. Great customer service. So fast. If anything's wrong, they'll help you, even though nothing will be wrong. But if there was, they would help you. They're sending us the two new commander decks so that we can make a video for you. Yay. Because those are just the kind of good buddies that they are. Hey, remember when we recorded the last commander video from No, I cut (laughs) it out of my memory. (laughs) I I fully just cut it out from my memory because that's what I I needed to do. Everybody, if you haven't seen that video, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash goodluckhigh5. That commander video is absurd. It is absurd what happened in that video. Watch us definitely not keep track of how many tokens are on the board because we simply mathematically cannot. And also, who won? Who did win? <laughs> do you know what, Maria? I can tell you this. I don't remember. I don't know if it's knowable, honestly. I don't know that either of us did. (laughs) (laughs) But looking forward to recording those new Commander videos, all thanks to Card Kingdom. All right, it's time for the Scryfall randomizer where we head to scryfall.com, hit the random card button, and try and guess what the card does. I've got some art here that I'm going to show Megan. That's the only clue she gets as to what this card might be, and we've got a good one today, folks. Oh, (laughs) Oh my goodness. <laughs> Megan, what is this art here that okay, you see? We have a bunch of ferocious yeah. and very furry monkeys. <laughs> um, pr- probably would, like gorillas. I would, I would call would them say, gorillas, yes. Um, except that a lot of them are like, are they're both black and white. Yeah. They have like some black fur and then lots of luxurious also white fur on them. Glorious. One of them has a crown. <laughs> Um, and also like some other decorative, like a decorative armband. They're all kind of carrying stuff that look like maybe weapons. They look they look angry and purposeful. That is a great description of this card. I'm yeah. going to tell you the card name. Do you want to okay. guess it first? Um, <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> great guess. The card's name is Gorilla Pack. Okay. Do you know what? I should have I mean, guessed that, honestly. You're pretty I would have been tuned on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, this card is green. Yeah. This is the greenest card I've ever seen. I'm going to go with like the, the art is definitely older art, mm-hmm. older magic art. So I'm going to say that Gorilla Pack is four and a green for a four or five. End of story. <laughs> Just a nice vanilla 4-5. Yep. Well, here's what Gorilla Pack does. You're right. It is older. This card is from Ice Age, okay. which I think 
uh, explains the gorilla's white fur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ice turned it that way. It's cold. A gorilla pack can attack unless defending player controls a forest. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's a it's a creature. It just says summon gorilla pack. That's the old text wow. on it. Uh, when you control no forests, sacrifice gorilla pack. I mean, hopefully that won't happen, but it is a three, three for three mana. Oh, okay. So I was like on yeah. track with it just being like, it's just a creature straight up stats, but uh, with it, some weird text. It can't attack unless they are playing forest. So that seems like a bad deal. This card seems terrible. This card is, <laughs> this card is very old school. That, that is a real stinker right Good there. Old three, three for three with some downside. <laughs> Now we get three, three for threes and with upside, with upside. do we get a three, three for three with upside? I suppose at rare, at, at rare, we certainly yeah, do. For sure. We do, uh, at uncommon. I mean, you can sometimes get yeah, a three, three so. for like green, green. You're right. How so. the, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do this. All Here's right. Your random card. Oh, we know this friend. Oh, okay. Well, my memory is as good as nothing. All right. Show us oh, what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this, is, I was first like, I'm never going to know. This is a zombie, a beautiful, glorious zombie um, walking through the desert with some pyramids in the background. Um, and it has a fabulous staff. And <laughs> I just, the reason I'm talking think the zombie looks fabulous is because they're wearing flowing clothes that have ripped apart in the wind. Yeah. Um, they just look great. They so look great. this is an Amonkhet, right? Um, um, I believe that its first printing was an Amonkhet. It's a black card and yeah. it's a zombie Lord. So it gives other zombies plus one, plus one. Um, it, like it's like a two, two or something, but yeah. it has another ability. I want to say, but I can't remember. This is all great. Yeah. You've remembered most of it. Wow. I'm so proud of myself. Um, Lord of the Accursed. Yes, that's it. Two and a black for a two, three. Other zombies you control get plus one, plus one. One black tap. All zombies gain menace until end that's of turn. That's right. And it was first printed in Amonkhet. Wow. This was a fabulous card. Yeah. It I was. loved it. It was very good in Amonkhet. Wow. Great. Yay. We got we got one that we actually knew. One from, one from our era. From our magic. era. <laughs> Two separate eras on today's randomizer, truly. For sure. Summon, summon, summon Gorilla, gorilla Pack. pack. <laughs> good old 3-3 three, three for 3 with some downside. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a three, three for three with downside. Oh man, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> all right, Maria. Yes, Megan. Tell me how your drafts have been going. Well, Neon Dynasty has been out since last Thursday. Yeah. So I've been drafting up a storm. Yeah. I just love to hop in those queues and just like see what happens. And what's been happening is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. It's been bad. Yes. Very bad. It's been bad. My draft win rate is in the proverbial toilet. Yeah. It's not Mine even a proverbial. Real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not even proverbial anymore, this everybody. This toilet is not it's a metaphor. Real. <laughs> RIP my computer. Uh, yeah. Oof. It's been bad. And here's like the weirdest part is like I'm trying everything. Yes. I have drafted so many archetypes. I have drafted so many different color pairs. I have splashed. I have not splashed. Mm -hmm. I have vehicled. I have not vehicled. I have gone hard on a strategy. I have just tried to pick the best card from every single pack that I've handed. And wow, none of it works. I, it's, 
it's just, it's like, this happens to me sometimes at the start of a set. And I think this is the hardest it has ever happened to me because yes. I, here's also what's going on. Not only am I like losing these draft cues that I enter and doing poorly, but also I am not getting decks that I think are look good. You know what I'm saying? I think it doesn't matter if my decks look good or bad. <laughs> And They're so all bad. I'm like, is this a weird symptom of this being a complicated set and people don't know how to draft it correctly? So people are kind of like floundering around in the queue and uh, making mistakes and messing up and everybody ends up with a deck that's kind of like Bleh. less good than it should be. But some people are definitely drafting better decks than I am. I don't know, man. All right. What do you, what'd you pull okay, up here? I have one of my few successful decks. Okay. Let's here. analyze this. Let's take a look at it. Okay. So we're looking at a green, black, splash, blue deck here. Yeah. Um, so green, black in the set, we'll go through all the archetypes here in a minute, is recursion. Yeah. Um, so you're getting stuff into the graveyard, getting it back out. Value Town USA, mm -hmm. uh, basically, which is Green Black's deal. And you're splashing blue for the reality chip. Oh, yeah. That's the octopus equipment? Yes. Jellyfish. Great. Jellyfish equipment. Sorry. So good. That lets you cast cards from the top of your deck Great. if you've got it equipped. Oh, you can play lands, too, from the top of your deck. Oh, yeah. You just you play cards. All. Yeah. And then you've also got... The card stealer. What's this card called? Katosi, the spider, the silent spider. Also, spiders are silent, Katosi. Just saying. <laughs> uh, that's how they get you. Yeah, it's true, actually. Um, yeah, somebody played that card against me the Name other day. Name a loud spider. <laughs> <laughs> Name challenge. I just, want, I just want someone out there. <laughs> To name a loud spider. If you can, tweet it at us with, with the hashtag loud spider. I don't know. Was the spider from Lord of the Rings loud? It like made some screamy noises. Shelob? What are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. When she stab and wrap Frodo up like a little yeah. burrito boy. Wow. Spoiler alert for <laughs> Lord of the Rings over here. <laughs> what was the spider's name in Charlotte's Web? Charlotte. It's Charlotte. <laughs> oh my God. I was sitting here like, oh, that's that's a, like a loud spider because she makes a statement. She says some pig on her web. But what was her name? Because I was sure Charlotte was the name of the pig. No, because it would be, it wouldn't be like, it's the spider's web. <laughs> okay. Well, then I challenge you this. What is the pig's name? Wilbur, in Charlotte's Maria. His You're name right. is Wilbur. You're right. It is. <laughs> You could argue that's a loud spider anyway. Yeah, although she's still silent. <laughs> yes. So anyways. This silent spider steals cards from you. Yes. It takes a card out of the graveyard yeah. and exiles it. You can also exile if any copies in their hand or library, and then you can cast one of them. Somebody stole three cards from me the other day. Hot. I was playing three copies of a card. Yeah. I guess that was me being a dumb dumb. <laughs> anyway, uh, this card. All right, you've got uh, two copies of a one one Death Toucher in green. Mm -hmm. Fang of Shigeki. Sh Shigeki. Uh, ooh, you have Gloom Shrieker, which Love is this beautiful boy. The green black uh, signpost uncommon two one with menace. It's an enchantment creature, cat rogue. Yeah, and when it comes in, you can buy something back from your graveyard. Uh, which is pretty cool. You have Spinning Wheel Kick, which is an excellent removal spell. Very good. Which you can deal damage uh, based on the power of a creature up to X targets. Mm -hmm. If you pay X a couple of times plus green, green. I really like that card. It is certainly, you know, a blowout city USA if you play that card. Yeah. All right. What else you got here? Invoke Despair. One black, Hot. black, black. 
Black. Black. Uh, that's an that's a really cool card that forces people to sacrifice creatures. Yeah, it's um, for each of uh, creature enchantment and planeswalker. Either uh, they have to sacrifice one if they have one, and if they can't, then they lose two life and you draw. A that's card. right. Your pl- your main decking fade into antiquity, which is very good. Yes, I've moved up to if I have two copies. Oh yeah, I'll play two. Play two. <laughs> There's so many targets in this set. Malicious malfunction. Good removal spell there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have two copies of Greater Tanuki, which is our little raccoon dog friend. So cute. That you can cycle for lands, so which seems important in this deck here yeah. that you've put together. This seems like a really solid deck. Yeah. This got to six wins. Yeah. Um, I see that here. It, yeah. And this, like, but why? Okay. <laughs> Here's my theory okay. on part of why Kamigawa is kind of, Neon Dynasty is kind of differ, difficult to draft yeah. well. Because I think you both need to hit the ground early. Yes, you do. But you also need to be value town. Yeah. You can't be only early. You must also have so, like some way to accrue value in the late game. That's a great way to put it. And th- those are two difficult things to balance, right? Yes. Yeah. It's much easier to draft a deck that goes hard on one of those things. Yes. But if you go hard on only one of those things in Neon Dynasty, you will get outdone by a deck that is doing both. That's a great point. And I think that a lot of people will be like, hey, 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 I've heard aggressive decks are really strong in this format. And we're not saying that they're not. But what's cool about the aggressive decks in this format, if you can draft them right, is they have late game stuff. Exactly. And they have like the early, right? Like um, Okiba Reckoner Raid. Yeah. So good in those decks. Yes. Because it gives you something to do early, but also you can buy Like there's so many ways to like put it back in your hand later and like get those last few points. Yes, exactly. Stuff like that, that has multiple like modes on it. It does multiple things. It's an early play. It's an aggro play, but it's not just a linear. Here's a two one for one or something. Yeah. And I will say that if I don't play something on turn two in this format i feel like a real chump yes i can't think of the last time in this format that me or my opponent didn't do something on turn two yeah then i'm like oh i think i very strange i think i've lost this game that's how i feel so many turn one plays yes this this format is turn one play heavy i would argue (laughs) yeah and uh the sagas are a really cool way to give yourself something to do on turn two even if you're not playing a creature yeah it'll eventually be a creature everybody um but whatever um yeah, let's talk about some of the archetypes here in this uh, yeah. set so we can get a better idea. I'm going to call out some of those cards that help you be aggressive early and give you a payoff late. Oh, hold on. Can, we bra- can I brag about one o- the one other deck oh, that yeah. did well? What'd you got? I want to be super clear that these are the only two decks that did well. And for this, there's 10 Ish. Yeah, yeah. That I've done quite well. Wow, this, yeah, this is a spicy one this here. This deck is hot. All right, you've got a blue-white deck here. Yeah. Um, first thing I got to say is you have a copy of the Wandering Emperor. Yes. <laughs> this and card you know is what? a house. Cards, cards absolutely excellent. Card is fantastic. Excellent stats on 17 lands. It's like third best card to open so in the set. So good. You have two copies of Behold the Unspeakable. Do you know what? That card is busted, Maria. Which is a five-mana saga. It's so good. It is excellent. It is so good. I mean, if you're playing against an aggressive deck and you're playing a slower deck like this one and you're getting to five mana and you're not playing a creature or you're not playing like a removal spell, you might be like, what the heck am I doing? Aren't I dead? You're playing Behold the Unspeakable. Behold the Unspeakable. And your life is being turned around. Behold the Unspeakable first chapter gives all of your opponent's creatures minus two minus zero. Yeah. So you don't have to worry. You're just like, oh. You get a turn to just have nothing happen. Yeah. (laughs) 
I feel great. Life is good. Life's good. Chapter two lets you, what is chapter you two? You either scry you to, scribe, draw two, yep. or you draw four. Draw four if you have one or fewer cards in hand. Either of those options great. is excellent. And then when it flips over, it flips into a bird. Yeah. A flyer. That is equal power toughness equal to the number of cards you have in your hand, which is a really interesting (laughs) dynamic that occurs with that card. Uh, So you have two copies of that. Excellent. You're playing Invoke Justice. You're playing the other Invoke card in the other deck. another Invoke. Mm, (laughs) Interesting. Um, You've got March of Otherworldly Light, which is an excellent removal spell. So many rares, which is something that we can point out about this deck. Yes. Rare heavy. Rare city. Two copies of the Fall of Lord Konda, which is also a removal spell. And a, and a good one. Yes. Transforms into a creature. Very nice. Um, you've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, two drops. Yeah. That's good. I think, yeah, a good thing. Um, a, a card that you wouldn't n- usually think is as good as it looks, Spirited Companion. White. Oh, yeah. One and a white for a <laughs> one, one pupper. Yeah. That when it ETBs, you draw a card. Usually you'd be Great. like, I'm not going to pay two mana for a one, one. But it's so good because you bounce it all the time or you buy it back all the time. It's so cute. Draw a card and it's an enchantment. Yeah. Which matters for the green white deck especially. Um, so anyways, I wish that I could tell you why this deck was great other than it had a bunch of busted rares in well, it. Well, maybe that's why. And two <laughs> really excellent uncommons. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Yeah. This was a 7-1. So yeah. This is this deck looks by very far, good. By far my most successful deck. All right. Well, we've shown you two right. good examples of what to do yeah. um, as we try and figure out how to crack this egg. Because <laughs> we're really trying. <laughs> Let's kick it off with Azorius. That's blue-white. And we're talking about Azorius vehicles. So the cards we're going to look at are always a signpost uncommons. When these are printed regularly in sets these days, they're uncommon in the color pairs we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They kind of say to you, hey, this is what you should do. In this, in this color pair. And this card is Prodigy's Prototype, which is one white blue for a three, Ooh. four uh, artifact vehicle. Love this card. Great stats. This card's very good. And it says, whenever one or more vehicles you control attack, create a one, one colorless pilot creature token with this creature cruise vehicles as though its power were two greater crew two. So good. Yeah. So good. Because usually you can attack with this on turn four. Yes. Like you're going to easily attack with it. Yeah, for sure. And then you make yourself a little pilot so you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about who's going to crew this thing in the future. So nice. I love these pilot tokens, by yes, the way. They're great. They're so cute. They're very cute. And they crew so good. Uh, yeah. Great card. And the other card that I paired with this was a little common seven tail mentor which is three and a white for a two, three Fox Samurai. Very cute. When he enters the battlefield or dies, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature or vehicle you control. Yeah. Great. Yep. Wants to, wants to give counters. Yep. Gives counters, creatures, vehicles, give whatever you got going on. Away. Azorius vehicles. So, so good. Those are that the kinds. Of, so cute. <laughs> so cute. Kinds of cards you're interested in that archetype. I've not drafted it yet. Full disclosure. I have drafted several blue white. I've including prodigy's prototype. Yeah. What have you thought? Well, I lost. <laughs> All right. There you go. Was that the archetype's fault? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Blue, black. This is the deck everybody wants. Yeah, it's nice. Ninjas. Uh, yep. Dem- Demir Ninjutsu. 
Uh, the signpost uncommon, of course, is Silver Fur Master. Also cute. A little blue black for a 2-2 creature rat ninja. Ninjutsu blue black. Uh, ninjutsu abilities you activate cost one less to activate. Sick. And other ninja and rogue creatures you control get plus one plus one. Great. Great. Great little ninja card. Makes your ninjas, ninjas cheaper to ninjutsu in. Yep. Love him. And then the card that you hate to see on turn one. Yep. Because you know it's going to be bad for you. <laughs> Network Disruptor. Single blue for a 1-1 flying when it ETBs tap target permanent. They play this on turn one and you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to block it. Scoop. And I sure am going to get ninjutsued by something. Yep. This is a great card. We could call it an enabler because it enables you to be able to do the thing your deck wants to do, which is ninjutsu. Yes. And wow, does it ever enable. And if you're not playing it on turn one, congratulations to you. You're tapping down a blocker so yep. you can ninjutsu. <laughs> Yep, either way. Either way, it does the thing you need it to do. Yeah, just a great little one drop. Up next, we have Rakdos Artifact Sacrifice. This is a very aggressive deck that's uh, super cool and pretty good. I've seen it do really well in the hands mm-hmm. of some streamers. And this is uh, headlined by the card Oni Cult Anvil. This card is very cool. This is a this is a weird card. Yes. And I've seen it be Bonk Town USA. Like... <laughs> Where, what state is that in? Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Bonk Town is for lovers. That's what they say. Black red for an artifact. Whenever one or more artifacts you control leave the battlefield during your turn, create a 1-1 colorless construct, construct artifact creature token. This ability triggers only once each turn. Tap, sacrifice an artifact. Oni cult anvil, dills one da- Dills? <laughs> dills. <laughs> dills. <laughs> Deals one damage to each opponent, you gain one life. So this is weird, like stuff leaving the battlefield triggering Just abilities. Just leaves, so you can ninjutsu your little artifact creature out of there, and Ugh. it counts it. Oof. And as soon as you've got one construct... You're rolling. Yes, then you're ready to you're go. You're in it. You just keep this You thing. are pinging and draining every single freaking turn. This card has gone out of control uh, against me a couple yeah. of times, and I'm just like, how am I supposed to win this game? Excuse me? I don't know. It's pretty tough once it's out there. Myself called and is wondering, hello? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I feel about this. Myself called and is wondering, hello? Hello? I'm dying to this two mana card? Uh, um. The common that you've put here is one that I've come to really like, oh, yeah, which is me very too. surprising. But single red experimental synthesizer artifact, when it enters the, or leaves the battlefield, exile the top card of your library until end of turn, you may play that card. Two in a red, sacrifice it, create a 2-2 two, two white samurai creature token with vigilance, activate only as a sorcery. This is fabulous because this is one of the cards that plays into what we were talking about earlier that gives you yeah. late game reach. You It, it makes you a little 2-2 two, two if you don't have another way to sacrifice it great and you get another card off of it yeah it's it's so good and of course it has synergy here with oni count anvil Mm -hmm. with stuff leaving the battlefield which is what you want to do in this archetype gives you some cards later on becomes a 2-2 so you have an extra creature that's attacking helps you draw cards in the weird way that red is able to draw cards Mm -hmm. in magic the gathering um they shouldn't be able to at all Megan has banned this card. I banned it from I her banned set. all red cards that draw cards. Um, but that's a surprising one for me. I tried it out in a deck and I was like, oh, just kidding. I think this is really good. Yeah, it's and pretty cool. I think people agree. Next up is Gruel Modified. Another deck I have not had the chance to try. I have drafted it. Okay. I lost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but is that the deck's fault? 
Probably not. Who knows? <laughs> Signpost uncommon here. Invigorating hot spring. One I love red this green. Card. This card wrecked me. Maria, I don't know how this isn't the cutest card. It's a little monkey in a hot spring. Oh my gosh, I didn't know there was a monkey in it. Look at the monkey in the hot spring. <laughs> He's so cute. So cute. This is me. This is me living my best life right yes. here. This is it. Okay, this is an enchantment. It enters a battlefield with four plus one plus one counters on it. Modified creatures you control of haste. Okay, green, red. Uh, that spells doom for you. Remove a plus one plus one counter from it, the hot spring. Put plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Activate as a sorcery and only once each turn. So you can make a creature modified immediately. Yes, boom, modified, boom, haste. It's great. Um, I... Ended up in green red because I drafted this card. Yep. It was, this card was great. It's very, it's very strong. It's certainly still lost a lot. <laughs> but I don't think that's the hot springs fault. Uh, we've got two hot spring cards in this set. <sighs> I want to yeah. be in a hot spring right now. Oh, me too. Do we have some Icelandic listeners who listen to this podcast yeah. in a hot spring? Or even some Coloradans. Yes. Perhaps are in a hot spring right now. If you're in a hot spring and listening to Good Luck High Five, please take a picture and tweet it at us at GLHF Magic. Yeah. Don't be nude in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for the clarification. Maria. Yeah, just letting you know. Yeah, just letting you know. Nude. I was in a hot spring once and you had to be nude. That was the law. Oh. Or the rule, rather. The, the law. law. I don't know if it's the law, but it was the rule in Japan. <laughs> it was really awesome. Um, all right. Our common for this, Aki Ember Keeper, one in a red for a 2-1 enchantment creature goblin warrior. Whenever a non-token modified creature you control dies, create a 1-1 colorless spirit creature token. Or as Judge okay. Rob would call it, a ground ghost. Ground ghost. Make a ground ghost. So many ground ghosts. I've uh, um, played against this card that was also out of control. Yeah. People just started making a bunch of ground ghosts. I'm just like, well, if I kill something, you're just going to get a dumb ground ghost. And then yeah. I was running out of cards and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, all right. Next up, Celestia Enchantments. Yay. This, this is one I haven't drafted. I really have tried to draft this deck. Well. Did anybody ever allow me to draft it at my table? No. No. What a, it, it includes a card that has... On multiple time on occasions, <laughs> it includes a card that has on multiple occasions just absolutely wrecked me. Yeah, generous visitor, Oof. one green for a one one. When you cast an enchantment spell, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Boo. And it's a one mana card, like you talked Boo. about. You know the shrine, the green shrine, puts yes. counters on itself if you pay yeah. one. This I'm like this is just better than the green shrine. <laughs> Do you know? And I had an opponent play this on one, and then that on two. Yeah, well, there you lost go. Lost that game. That seems terrible. Just like I lost so many others. <laughs> <laughs> the uncommon for green white enchantments. Jukai naturalist. Green and a white for human monk at two two uh, lifelink enchantment spells you ca cast cost one less to cast. Yeah. Solid. Great. I want to draft this deck. Please, somebody let me. Please, yeah. an assortment of seven other people allow me to draft Please this deck. Please allow her to draft this deck. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I love enchantments so much. Why won't you give it to me? <laughs> it's fine. Ooh, next up is Orzov Artifacts and Enchantments. Yes. So these have a lot of cards that want you to have both. Both. Um, so of course, one of them is the signpost uncommon Naomi pillar of order. So good. Three white black for a four, four legendary creature, human advisor. When Naomi pillar of order enters the battlefield or attacks, if you control an artifact and an enchantment, create a two, two white samurai creature token with vigilance. So good. Are you kidding me? Another card that comes to mind, Kami of terrible secrets. Yeah. Wants you to have yep. both draw a card, gain a life. Absolutely. 
Um, Okiba Reconorate is here. Yeah. As, it's just great. This card's so good. It's a little saga for one. That's one single yeah, black mana. Turn one play that is relevant. Turn, and chapters one and two uh, drain for yep. one. And then chapter three turns over and gives your vehicles menace. Maria, how many times have you died to chapter one or two? <laughs> I mean, I haven't yet, but I mean. Oh, I have many times. Oh, you've been like at one and then yep. you're like, and no, I'm dead. Yep. Yep. And Ugh. I'm like, okay. This card's very nice. good. This card is very good, people. Really good. Okay. It doesn't just go in this deck. Okay. It just <laughs> it goes yeah, in you're whatever. You're playing black. Play this card. Yeah. <laughs> play the rat jacket. Rat jacket. <laughs> That's what it is. It is the rat jacket. I hadn't heard that yet. Play the rat jacket. I just coined it right now. Oh, okay. You heard it here first. Play the rat jacket. Is it? Uh, this is the artifacts deck. Yep. Um, enthusiastic Mechanaut is, of course, the signpost uncommon. Blue, red for a 2-2 flying artifact spells you cast cost one less to cast. And also Dragon Spark Reactor, one in a red. Oof. This card is brutal. I had an opponent have two of these. They play them back to back. What? It was rough. Gross. It was real rough for me. Um, whenever this reactor or another artifact enters the battlefield under your control, put a charge counter on it for sacrifice dragon spark reactor. It deals damage equal to the number of charge counters on it to target player and that much damage to up to one target creature. It's both. It both. This is Zenith flare. Do not pick, but better. <laughs> Don't pick. You just get it. You have you this. Get both. You're playing your artifacts. It's going to tick up. There's yep. so many even residual artifacts. I'm going to call them in this yep. set that are creatures that have to be like artifacts. Stuff. Yeah. Whatever. And, oh, tons. And then this thing is just going to go boop, 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 boop. And you're yep. like, oh, should I go, go face with my Zenith Flare or should I kill their creature? Oh, you, you don't, don't have, have to pick. choose. Two one, two one Ward Owl that reconfigures. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that comes to mind yeah, for me. That's, that's a good one. I get also got wrecked by that card a lot. <laughs> So <laughs> that's the superb owl that Megan and I care about. Yes. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Up next is the Golgari deck. Golgari value grind recursion, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And we talked about already Gloom Shrieker. Oh, great card. I love the art. It's beautiful. One black green for a 2-1 enchantment creature cat beast menace. When it ETBs, return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. If it would die, exile it instead. That's so cool because you don't have to get a creature. Yeah, you can get any you permanent. You can get your sagas back. And of course, Hot Tub Kami goes Yay, with this. Yeah, Hot Tub Kami. Three in a green, four, three. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may return an enchantment you control to its owner's hand. If you do, you gain three life. I um, had a nice little combo factory going with th these two cards. Me too. In a deck I drafted. Very yes. fun. That and Twisted Embrace. Ooh, Have you yes. ever uh, oh. bounced a Twisted Embrace with Geothermal No. Kami? Maria, it is wow, spicy. That sounds it great. nice. Or you could get it back with Gloom Shrieker then. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Yep. Yeah, you can bounce a creature that it's on and then Gloom Shrieker back the Twisted Embrace. Sick. Very nice. Okay, great. What if I drafted this deck. Yeah. I loved it. I only got one win. Dang it. I know. What the heck? I didn't have enough early drops. <sighs> that one I got aggroed three times in a row. I think this is a good deck in this format. I think so too. Um, We just got to draft it better, I guess. I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. this is strong. Green and black colors to me seem like they are super, super They're deep. Quite strong. Yeah. So yeah, I think this deck is might be the breakout star of the format. We'll see. Boros, Warriors, and Samurai. Have not, have not drafted or played against this yet oh i've tried it it's, okay it's a tough deck because yeah. it's doing something really weird for red white okay which is 
encouraging you to attack with just one of your creatures. Oh, yeah, because it has all of the samurai that have a triggered right. ability if only one of them attacks. Exactly. So, like, what? Red, white, I'm supposed to be a right-click attack all? Hello? It's yeah. me calling in my have a question for you. <laughs> Hello? So it just seems very counterintuitive. I give them props for trying to do something different, but it feels weird. Not going to lie. Uh, the signpost uncommon for this deck is Asari Captain, three red, white for a 4-3 human samurai haste. Whenever a samurai warrior you, warrior you control attacks alone, it gets plus one plus zero oh until end of turn for each samurai or warrior you control, which is very strong, obviously, because hopefully your whole deck is samurai and warriors and if you're in red white they probably are um the issue is that it's just one creature okay you're getting a huge bonus with this fellow so thank you um but it only still has three toughness so that's pretty low it yeah. could die pretty e easily and just trade in combat yeah that's kind of how i feel about this deck um, um i wait I, I just remembered what i did get wrecked by a red white deck that had the rare of red white that if oh. it attacks alone you get another combat oh okay that's and sick. Do you know what that has the busted factor of it doesn't matter if you can arrest that creature or whatever yeah but because it's yeah any samurai or point. warrior attacks alone it triggers yes so they would just like they would attack with only one and i would block that one but then they'd have another yeah, one. Have another one. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're using the pacifism uh, effect in this set, this warrior stuff still happens There's to you. tons of stuff that still happens up with pass yeah. pacifism in yeah, this. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the other card I put with this is Imperial Oath, because I want to call it out because I think this card's really good. Yeah. But it's six mana, which is also bizarre for Boros. Um, five and a white for a sorcery. Create three, two, two, white samurai creature tokens with Vigilance Scry 3. Yeah. Yeah. A little weird, but... This format does reward you for being able to put a lot of creatures down late. Yes, that's true. And the Scry 3 definitely comes in yeah. handy. Like we said, want something to be able to do in the late game. Um, And then we have oh, one of my favorite cards in Simic Channel slash Ramp. Uh, Colossal Sky Turtle. <laughs> Four green, green, blue. I just drafted a deck that has three copies of this. Is oh. it good? Probably not. Megan, but we'll I've see seen what this card in draft so many times, and I just want to first pick it. That's how much I love it, but I never do. I did first pick it. But it's too late then because everyone just wants this turtle. Yeah. Uh, four green, green, blue for a six, five enchantment creature turtle flying ward two. Maybe I should just first pick it. Just do it. Channel two and a green, discard it, return target card from your graveyard to your hand. And channel one and a blue, discard Colossal Sky Turtle, d return target creature to its owner's hand. It's great. What more do you want? Literally nothing. It, it does, does everything. everything. I love this turtle. Um, my goal is to channel one of them for one and a blue, and then to channel the other one to get the first one back. Oh, all right. Why? Because I want to do it. <laughs> We're not saying it's good. But because I want to. Maybe this is my problem. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it seems pretty fun. I mean, there's so many fun things. I definitely have fallen victim to doing something cool. Not because yep. it's right, but because I'm like, oh, this but is because cool. Because it seems cool. Like the ninja that copies another creature that's attacking. If you ninjutsu it in, this is oh, a rare. Yeah. I've definitely attacked poorly with that before because I wanted to make a copy yeah. that did something dumb. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what? Anyway. Sometimes you just want... The card we paired with this was Greater Tanuki, of course. Aww. It's a great card. It's a 6-5 Trampler if you need it, or you can go find a land if you need it. Yep, great. Because people be splish-splashing around in this set. Splish-splash-around because you've got cards like this. You've got the um, common dual lands. Dual lands, yep. 
which is a big part of it. There's several different types of land that allow you to pick a color, whether it's just picking a color and ETB is tapped or you pick a color and it's only for vehicles or creatures or instants and sorceries or whatever. Yeah. Um, there you go. Those are the 10 archetypes mm-hmm. in Kamigawa Neon Dynasty draft. Um, <laughs> hopefully this has helped you on your path a little bit. We'll come come back and revisit draft, of course, um, and talk about which cards are overperforming, which ones are underperforming yeah. based on data. We need to know. Because this is a complicated format, and I think you're on the right track with I what you like said earlier. I feel like some data could really help me out. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Or maybe not. Or maybe it'll make absolutely no difference. Maybe I'll just continue to be a a garbage fire of a drafter of Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. I don't know. Only time will tell. Only time can tell us. (laughs) Welcome to this magic moment where I share with you a magic moment that happened to me in Neon Dynasty with some screenshots. Yeah. And I'm going to play some soft music in the background to really get you in the mood to hear about my magic moment. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited. All right. So this magic moment is brought to you by a blue-black controlly type deck that I drafted. Okay. Thank and, you for setting the stage. Um, I'm, it, as you can see in this screenshot, if you're watching the video, I've got a lot of creatures out, a lot of mana, some vehicles. My opponent's got a lot of mana, some creatures. They have a 6-6 six, six flyer. They've got a couple of sagas on the battlefield. But Megan, I want to ask you, is anything missing from this picture? Um, is anything not there? When maybe it could be there, but it's not there. I'm going to direct your attention <laughs> to the upper right-hand corner of the battlefield. What is missing from this portion of the screen? My my opponent's deck. That's right. My opponent's deck. That's right. Your opponent's deck. My opponent's deck. They did not have any cards left in the library. Here I'm at 12 life, they're at 20 life, and I'm like, praise be, I have done it. I'm going to mill them out when they're obviously in a superior position because they had just played very powerful sagas against me. Yeah. They had better creatures. They had the five seven crab and copied it. Yes, they copied With that three four that copies yeah, the, things. The three four that flyer. card is so good. It's so good, everybody. The card is excellent. Copied their stinking crab. That's, um, yeah, gross. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna somehow win this game because I'm going to mill them out. Yeah, your opponent has has no cards. But guess what? This story has a part two. <laughs> they were able to get a card back from their graveyard. This card is Reitu Sentinel, which is the little 3-3 with Defender. Yeah. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, target player mills three cards. Yep. They targeted me with this, because I guess, why not? Um, but Well, they, targeting <laughs> themselves would do nothing. Would, would be very I'll bad. I'll say that. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but it, the, the important part is the ability on this card. Yep. Which allows them to put something from the graveyard back into their deck. Yep. Usually this card says, put it on the bottom of your library. In this case, it's just, <laughs> just putting it in their put library. Put it in their library. <laughs> Take one card, <sighs> make your library. And they were able to copy it with the three, four flyer aforementioned. Yeah. So they could do this twice to put two cards back into their library. Yeah. So no matter what, didn't matter. Yeah. So um, it doesn't even, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't even, even matter. matter. You could kill one. They still have the other. <laughs> they still have the other one. Wow. And then I died. And that's like, it's... They're, they're safe from milling themselves for the rest of the game. Yes. They just have continually mill insurance. Wow. I'm which a so lot of sorry. Dutch people buy normally. <laughs> just in case uh, a mill wow, is going to fall really on them. Wow, really stereotyping the Dutch <laughs> over here. 
<laughs> if you're a Dutch listener and you're taking a hot spring bath, let me know. Do you buy mill insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us at GLHF Magic. And that's this episode of that of this magic moment brought to you by my sadness. <laughs> All right, I've got some. I've got a present for you here, Megan. You do? Yes, we're what? <laughs> not really, just a oh. bit. But <laughs> it's, wow. still, it's still a nice bit. I'm really having a roller coaster <laughs> of, of the day. <laughs> this is a, we're, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, oh, and our yeah. thank you our sponsor Ultra Pro, oh, who sent us a beautiful, beautiful Valentine's Day present. Oh, a full set. Pink is their color of the month. All shades of pink. Yes. Look at this beautiful pink playmat. I love this pink mini binder. By yes. the way, because sometimes an entire full binder is like too much to put in your bag. Yep, amazing. Uh, we've got perfect for trades. We've got a pink deck box here. Oh, there's pink dice inside of it that has great pink stuff in there. Um, and then we've got some pink confetti that I'm just gonna like sprinkle here <laughs> to really like send the yeah. point home. And if you want to see this this setup in action, yes, uh, you can see it in our new Ultra Pro video. <laughs> Uh, of course, day six of the Ultra Pro Olympics. Yeah, I'm pr we'll probably release it next week because I still have to edit. All right. <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll see how long it takes That's me. That's great. Um, next week is perfect. Okay. Um, but yeah, we've uh, we've got this deck in action. It's yeah. a great episode. Check um, it out. It's very, it's a very, it'll be very dumb. Yeah. Ultra Pro gives you all of your supplies in whatever color of the rainbow you want. If you want a whole bunch of pink supplies, well, they've got you. Um, these pink dice are great. Oh. I love them. I love this setup. I'm going to bring this confetti and just use it at F and I'm just kidding. That would be terrible. Don't do that to you. I'll just. <laughs> it's easier to clean up than other confetti. Yeah, that's true. It's like the long, the long kind. How would you describe this? The accordion? I would call it long. Accordion confetti. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hey, everybody. That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah. We hope we see you at movie night tonight. Oh, it's going to be so fun. If you're not a patron yet, you can do it for any dollar amount. So just a buck gets you into movie night, BT dubs. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. We also have a tournament coming up at the end of the month. We'd love for yes. you to play in. Um, of which Ultra Pro, our sponsor, yes. is giving us some gift cards for. Yep. Uh, and we'll also have some gem codes. And if you're in the top eight, you get to play in the March qualifier weekend on Arena. It's going to be a great tournament. It's happening February 27th. Only $5. Only $5 to get in. Standard best of three. Yeah. It's a new standard environment. There's new decks. I've seen some really cool deck lists running around, everybody. Ooh, so come have a great time with us. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. There's a link to join the tournament in the show notes. March qualifier weekend invites are no joke. Uh, gem codes, uh, gift cards. What more do you want? It's just six rounds. It's just six rounds. It's not going to take your whole day. So fun. I think you should sign up. Um, so I yeah. also think you should sign up. Sign up for that. See you tonight at movie night. We're going to have a fabulous time. Get your ice cream Sunday supplies ready to watch. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Does that oh, sound good? Yeah. I just thought of that. I'm I like, think I have ice cream and chocolate sauce already. Well, there you go. Rom-com plus ice cream Sunday. Hanging out with Good Luck High Five people seems awesome to me. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Every, we'll see you next week, everybody. Unless you perish in the Kamigawa draft queues. <laughs> As we might. We might. As we might. <laughs>